Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin, the Pumpkin King. And I'm Beachtoberfest. Yeah, my last name is King, so it works on levels. It is. Jack. It does. King You're King. Austin, the Pumpkin. Yep. I'm, I'm clever. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is our yearly Halloween-themed Dragon Quest FM episode. Uh, Halloween is in just like a few days from this going up. Oh, yeah, so I'm so that's excited. Ex- that's exciting. Yeah, I know Halloween is important to you because it's like your anniversary and y'all love Halloween anyway. Yeah, this is this is our season. We uh, got married on Halloween and uh, just in general spend this season doing all sorts of weird and fun, uh, creepy stuff. Yeah. So. And for those of you listening, uh, you probably you probably live in a neighborhood or at least have seen a neighborhood where like there's always one house on the street that like goes overboard with Halloween. <laughs> that's BJ's house. Yeah, it go, is. They go above and beyond. <laughs> yep. Jennifer, uh, my wife, always makes a skeleton scene and she keeps buying like these life size skeletons or larger and, and little ones too to like take apart and use pieces of them. And uh, this year she's made a UFO uh, crash scene where it's pulling up a cow like an inflatable cow uh, through its beams and uh, she has like a an alien uh, like surgery workshop over there and a uh, tiny skeleton running from a big like monster hand like it looks really good this year I uh, I'm impressed yeah that's really awesome did I can't remember did you guys get that like big like 20 foot five foot tall like skeleton that home depot no we we never got it because for two reasons um one the first year it was out it was very expensive and hard to find i mean it's very expensive anyway it's got a retail of 300 dollars, and so we uh we're gonna get it like we kept looking for it and never could find it and then jennifer decided that she didn't actually want it because she likes her skeletons happy and goofy and that one has a really evil looking face on it like they've made it to be uh, a, a mean skeleton. And she doesn't like that. So we have a seven foot tall skeleton that we were able to grab that still has the dumb like skeleton smiley face that she likes. <laughs> Look, so yeah. it's uh, so we didn't get that one. but We have a larger one, but we'll keep an eye out for it if we ever find it cheap enough. Bless your hearts for having to, yeah, bless your hearts for having to settle for a seven foot tall skeleton. I know, right? Like we want the big one. There, there is, I don't want to just completely like derail this whole thing. There, there is a happier one though, apparently that they sell now because, uh, Grace's friend, Charlie, it's been her best friend since they were like kids and Charlie, she's getting married like next year, but she's always big in Halloween too. And she was wanting that like big, you know, like 20 foot tall, 25 foot tall skeleton at Home Depot. Um, And she sent her soon to be husband uh, to try to pick it up because he agreed. Like at first he was like, oh, we don't need to spend that kind of money right before our wedding. But she was like, no, go do it. And so he got there and he texted her and he's like, oh, they're sold out. Sorry, I can't get them. And she did not believe him. She thought he was was lying because he wanted to save money for the wedding, Um, which I kind of don't blame him if I'm being completely honest. And. Anyway, she went there and sure enough, there was one and she was texting Grace about it. And so, you know, Grace, she was like, get it. (laughs) And so so Charlie bought it. Anyway, she sent her a a picture of it and it didn't look too scary. Um, And so on one one level, I'm happy for her that she got the skeleton she wanted. 
But on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, $300, like before a wedding, like when you're paying for it all yourself, like that makes my tum tum hurt a little bit. <laughs> See, and, and for me, I'm like, I'm glad that she did it. I'm glad that she uh, spent the money on it because Jennifer and I, looking back, we really wish we had spent our money on cooler stuff for the wedding. Like we have way too big of a wedding. Uh, we let other people like tell us what we needed. And like we were, we were young at that point. And uh, like we look back and like we should not have done that. We should have gotten gotten uh the cool stuff and spent our money elsewhere uh instead of doing that we would not do it again and getting the giant skeleton is far cooler uh than anything else you could get for a for a uh a wet october wedding like that yeah but see they're still spending it so it's not either or it's both and that's what oh it didn't come out of the wedding budget yeah no that's what makes my tummy hurt a Uh. little bit is it's both Uh, anyway, so Dragon Quest, Halloween. Every year previously when we've done this, this is like our fourth year uh, doing a Halloween episode. And usually it's something that BJ and I mostly reflect on where we share like, you know, ghosts, monster designs, something Halloween themed. Uh, first year we did Dragon Quest moments, uh, spooky stuff. But this year we wanted to kind of open that up to listeners, our followers on Twitter, and just really ask people, you know, what their favorite kind of spooky, uh, not necessarily Halloween, but can go hand in hand with Halloween spooky kind of vibes from Dragon Quest games would be. Uh, because again, you guys catch stuff that we don't know about. Like like yep. BJ and I can talk about our favorite spooky Dragon Quest moments all day long, but you guys will find other things or remind us of things that totally went under our radar that we've forgotten about. And so we got some really cool answers. And for today's episode, we really just wanted to focus on sharing what you guys said, but also kind of giving our two cents and weighing in on it, because there were quite a few answers here that I thoroughly enjoyed. And it reminded, it did remind me of things that I had just like completely forgotten about, even stuff that like, like one of the Dragon Quest XI answers we got is something that I have, you know, I've played through that game a ton and I was just like, oh yeah, this is super creepy. Um, So without further ado i guess i feel so lame saying that yeah. without further ado um let, let's dive into some of our, our dragon quest stuff so uh so hiru said this is going to be a weird answer i remember playing dragon quest 8 when it was first released and being so genuine genuinely scared of the elongated shadow cast by the window in trodane castle the one that leads the party to the moon shadow land it was mm. so spooky and I, I have to agree i actually thought um that what's this person's name the the elf that's uh, here it starts with an i what's his name the elf that's in the moonshadow land i don't know you know my memory yeah anyway i can't think of his name right now but i actually i thought this was going to be something sinister yeah like he's actually there to help you you know and like give right. you some guidance a few times when you go there and uh but yeah i because of partially because of this that they're talking about yeah like i thought this was sinister because it's kind of spooky you know it's trodan yeah. castle and it's like you know everything's all shadowy and so it's kind of like oh this is haunted stuff is about to go down so um so yeah i totally agree with it because i thought that and also uh much like subscription services i do not trust npcs and video <laughs> games so I was no like, no I, I was like when when you gonna when you're going to turn out to be evil, Mr. Man, and was just yep. kind of w- waiting for it, you know? And it's pretty, pretty often they do. So it's not like you're just going in and uh, being completely untrusting. It's like they, they try to get you. Literally. Ishmari. 
is the keeper of the Moonshadow Land. But you know, he has like a little harp. He's the elf guy. He has like the harp and everything. Mm-mm. You go see him. It's not like a huge part of the game, but yeah, you uh, you do go back there a few different times in the main story. It's been like four years since I played eight, so I don't remember much. A lot of games has happened to you since then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, let's see. Uh, Daniel Zilla said the little sound it plays when you start up Dragon <laughs> Quest Four and your save file is corrupted. Which oh is man, that, that's that's scary ooh. for an entirely different reason. It is like that's a that's a Halloween nightmare right there. It's like ooh, anytime I've lost a save file, like I'm I'm pretty much traumatized anytime I've lost a save file in my life. Like I can remember so many of them and just that feeling of I hate everything in the world right now. That 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 would be so scary. Yeah, I, uh, I thankfully have not had too many issues with like corrupted, like the actual save files being corrupted where I just like lost yeah. everything. Um, knock on wood. There's nothing for me to knock on that's wood in right now. But knock on wood, um, right. I haven't had that issue uh, where it's totally corrupted everything. I've just lost like everything. Haven't had that happen in a very mm. long time. And I hope I don't have it happen for a long time after this because that is some it's scary true. stuff. Uh, Draco said... Um, easy going up a staircase while cursed and creepy ghosts staring at you in DQ 10. Um, also there was haunted chatter instead of music the whole time and shared a little shot of this. Um, I love that picture and it's a cool picture. That image, like I love the way DQ 10 looks and that's what makes me so sad is that there's so many cool things about it that I will never get to see outside of things like this. Yeah, that that is perhaps the biggest horror of them all is that DQ10 yeah. looks so good and is so good. I mean, I've played, you know, the first two right. versions and it is so good. I can confirm it. It is good. And it's just like never going to get it. I mean, I, I, I've given up all hope. I am, yeah, I have yeah. too. And it, it's it's a real shame. But yeah, this screenshot they shared is like super cool and does give some really cool uh, Halloween creepy vibes. I do. Uh, Carrie said that one time when I tried to turn DQ builders off and kept turning back on and even turned my TV on with it, this was on switch. That's creepy. That's like, that's like some ghosts in your house. That's (laughs) (laughs) now I've had stuff like that happen, but not multiple times. Like where I turn it off, like I've, I've turned it off, but I've, it's been when I've not turned, I've tried to turn the TV off and then I've like plugged up the switch back into the dock while it was on and it's turned my TV back on before. And it is creepy. It's like, why are you doing this to me? And, uh, it's just, yeah, it is, it is spooky. I've had, I've had a problem. This kind of reminds me of a problem. I can't remember if I told you or not. I I feel like I have, but maybe not. And if I have, you've probably forgotten it because it's been a probably, but I've had this problem (laughs) Where I, uh, like you go to press on the like the home button or whatever on like your Switch controller, like mm-hmm. your Pro controller or whatever to turn your Switch on. Yeah. And it's been turning on my PS5. And I Googled it because I was like, man, this is a weird problem. Huh. And there was like some technical reason. And it was like, it has to do with your smart TV. You need to go uh, into your yeah. smart TV and turn off this, this feature. And so I went to it and that feature is already off. It's off by default, apparently on my hmm. TV. So that wasn't it. And I looked it up and they don't use like similar, I don't know, wavelengths. Is that what you call it? Like the, from the frequencies or whatever frequencies. Thank you. And uh, like, I, I can't figure out what's causing it. And it's been a recurring problem where if the, uh, like if, if the switch is on already and then I press the home button to like turn the controller on, uh-huh. it doesn't happen. 
But if the switch is off and I turn the uh, press the home button on my pro controller, it doesn't turn the switch on. It turns my PS5 on, even though it's a switch. So controller. weird. I know. So I have ghosts too. <laughs> my I, God, I got them switch ghosts. That's that's very weird. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Leandro said, I have two Ghostbusters hero and Bianca in DQ five, uh, which is the, the up to 10 towers, uh, that we mentioned, uh, that I mentioned is really liking Mm -hmm. for the haunted mansion esque stuff and the spooky village from DQ three. And we actually had someone else, uh, mention the village in DQ three. Uh, don't want to leave them out. Let's see if I can find it. We have, uh, Leandro did, uh, yeah, that's the person. Village. Yeah, the um, Let's see something else. There's some. Uh, okay, uh, it's Sumo did say Haunted Mansion in DQ5. Uh, it's the kind of quest line that worked best because of the hero's age, because they're kids. Mm, um, yeah, so they, they agreed there. And then also Eric said, uh, "Got to go with up to ten tower in Dragon Quest Five during the childhood era." So several people here agreed with uh, with that. And then also even Lord Roto said, I liked the hero and Bianca bit as kids in the castle uh, where the monsters wanted to eat you. Uh, Liam said when the child hero and Bianca get lowered onto the giant monster plate for the ghost dinner in the haunted house. That's pretty creepy. Um, So lots of people mentioned this uh, as their answer or part of their answer. uh, That seemed to be the, maybe the most fondly remembered moment. And I I have to agree. Like, I really like that part. You know, there's like, it's kind of, thundery and there's like lots of ghosts and there's like even dancing um mm. ghosts which feel kind of like the haunted mansion ride yep. you know that's at disney and everything so i'm glad to see that a lot of people uh thought that as well and thought it was uh thought that was a creepy part for dq3 i still can't find this other answer but i know i read it today uh where the person said uh that they were. Uh, they didn't realize that it was a ghost town, and they remembered going into that village at like night and staying oh, the night, yeah. and then they wake up. You wake up the next day, and there's just like skeletons all around the floor, and you realize uh, that all the people you were talking to in the town were ghosts all along. Um, so, especially that way, yeah, that would be super creepy. Um, going yeah. into this town, chatting with everyone, and then you head outside the next morning, and it's like, oh, these are skeletons, and everyone's dead. That would be one of the worst things that I can imagine. Like just waking up, having interactions the day the day before, like just going to bed, and then it's like you wake up to nothing but skeletons where they were. It's one of the worst imaginable uh, kind of things. Yeah. Uh, then we have, let's see, uh, Liam also said Jade uh, turning into a vampire. Um, which yeah, Vampire Jade um, is definitely would be on theme uh, with Halloween in the in the Eleven S. You get you can get Vampire Jade as like a costume, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I can't remember if that's on Vanilla Eleven or not. Um, it's been a little. It's been a minute since I played Vanilla Eleven, like 2018 since I played Vanilla yeah. Eleven. Um, so I can't remember, but yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a costume as well which is fun yeah i think so yeah i'm honestly surprised there's not more vampire jades uh like around halloween like it seems like that would be like a thing like a cosplay popular cosplay halloween costume 
or at the very least fan art. I don't see a lot of Vampire Jade fan art either. Yeah. So that's weird. Now that Liam's brought yeah. it up, I'm like, where's the Vampire Jade stuff at? <laughs> yeah. Y'all get on that. I don't know. Admittedly, I'm not just like, you know, patrolling Twitter looking for cosplay, really. I, I do for work, right. you know, from time to time. But just like, you know, personally, I'm not like if it shows up on my feed, it's one of those things where, you know, occasionally I'm like, oh, cool. If it's like really good cosplay. But I don't know. That's weird. Where is all the Jade Vampire Jade stuff at? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't, I don't see hardly anything. It's also Jade. So maybe it's a maybe it's a sexier part of the Internet that. It's true that we don't, that we don't, <laughs> that, uh, I have not ex- that I have not, yeah, <laughs> that we don't, fre- we don't frequent the sexier sides of the, <laughs> <laughs> we, mean, sound, we sound lame. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we sound lame now. Um, yep. but yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, share this with us. If there's vampire Jade stuff out there, share it with us. Yeah, please uh, do. And then we have, speaking of DQ 11, uh, we also have uh, Nintendo's said that's a good one. Uh, Nintendo said uh, the Gloomnivore in Eleven has a pretty spe- spooky lead up, and the battle can be tough. Uh, the Gloomnivore is a really good one, and that's the one that I had like totally forgot about, and I can't believe we've never really discussed. Yeah, this. I don't remember it at all. This is like when your dad, like when they said it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good one. This is like when it's in like your flashback, and you figure out it's when you're trying to free your dad's spirit. And you figure out that Erwin is like, um, and it, but it, it's so well done where it's like all, everything's black. It's pitch black. Yeah. It's just like you and Erwin. And it's that similar gimmick. Like they do that on stranger things with like 11 and the Demogorgon. Yeah. And, uh, there's, there's a really, uh, not good artsy fartsy Scarlett Johansson horror movie. Um, that <laughs> does, that does this a lot where she goes to like an all black area and like seduces and kills men. Um, huh. what's the name of that movie? It's not good. I don't recommend it. Um, but it's like this really like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's one of those like arty farty horror movies. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I've seen it. I don't know it. Is it called like skin maybe or something? Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, um, it, it does that too, where like, it's just like her and like a dude or like, you know, 11 and the Demogorgon or whatever. Yeah. And it's like all black. And, and you do see that in, in various like horror things from time to time. Huh. And it's repeated here in DQ 11. And then, you know, it kind of, it hides. It also does the, like, I guess you would call it like the, the jaws principle where like, it doesn't show you the full monster for the longest yeah. time. You see like its mouth and its fangs and a little bit before it shows you, you know, the big reveal. Oh um, yeah. And so, so there is a lot of, of horror aspects going on in that scene. And it is very, very creepy. Um, they're right. And that is one that I totally just, when we've talked about DQ 11 and like spooky moments, you know, like my brain goes to like Dora and gray and the creepy little girl. And then, you know, the, then the creepy painting that you have to fight and stuff like that goes over to that. But like the, the gloomnivore is a good one. Like that. Yeah. That's a nice one. And, and Dora and gray is one of both my favorite parts of 11 and, uh, one of my favorite puns they've done with the uh, the painting and other side and everything. Like, I really, truly appreciate that one. Under the Skin is the, is the oh. Scarlett Johansson movie. Um, an otherworldly woman who preys on men in Scotland. Um, I would not recommend it. Also, disclaimer, I didn't get all the way through it. 
those those kind of like quit those kind of art house horror movies are really hit or miss for me like um yeah like i like the more uh fun horror movies um i cer- i guess if you consider like the baba duke art house um like i like that one fine but i've never know, seen it it's it's good but I, i'm more up for like uh i also like t- tend to like my horror where it has laughs you know scream right scream yeah. movies you know where it's got a little bit of, of comedy uh mixed in there i watch a lot of horror movies but i have very specific tastes and uh, art house horror is kind of a miss for me um a lot of times anyway it's called under the skin i don't know why i'm telling people because i would not recommend it (laughs) but Uh, but you just keep talking about it and all these people like some people who are listening to this are going to go rent it and watch it now yeah they just to see they're like me. I like watching bad horror movies, though. Like bad horror is almost—it's uh, not it's actually even maybe better than good horror. It's not bad though. That's the thing is, it's not like bad where like you can enjoy it. It's like it's very serious in tone. Like, did you see the witch? The witch. I don't think so. I haven't seen a lot of horror movies lately. That makes me sad. That was a fantastic horror movie, but it's like so like arty and dark and serious and stuff. That yeah. It's just like, it's hard to take. Um, yeah. The witch is good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I guess taking itself too seriously is kind of the, the line for me. Like I, I like bad horror movies. Um, but this one's not bad. It's just not good. It's just mediocre. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like I wouldn't call it a bad movie, but it's just it's just not what I'm looking for. I don't know. There's probably some kind of like I don't know metaphor or like allegory in there that I'm just not in the mood for. Uh, I have to that's true. <laughs> so a lot of times there is that where like whenever I I don't like click with something, Jennifer will say something and be like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. That's why I hate it. <laughs> and, uh, like subconsciously, I didn't even realize what it was about it. And then she says like, this is what this is. I'm like, oh yeah, they're trying way too hard. I hate this. Yeah. That's... Some movies can do it well. Like I think Jordan right. Peele movies do it well. Like, like I they love do. Us. I like Us, us is fantastic. Get Out. Yeah. I did too. I liked uh, Us better than Get Out, but Get Out is amazing. Yeah. And um, you're the reason I watch those, so thank you again. Uh, but again, for, they're like, fun. They have humor they are, in them. They, they, have, they have a lot of humor. I haven't seen Nope yet, so uh, to see how it, it is, or even read reviews of it. But uh, I've heard good things. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet either. It's one of those I'm waiting to come on streaming mm-hmm. or like yep. rent, and right now it's only buy. Um, last time we checked on Amazon, and it's like, oh, I don't want to pay 20 bucks for this. I'd rather, like... It's it, you know it's hard to like just not wait for streaming nowadays because so it much is. stuff comes to streaming like day of or soon after. And I know you don't you may not know the answer to this, but given your work, you might have seen it. Yeah. Um, I know that Black Adam came out this last weekend or yeah. is out uh, now. Uh, is it on HBO Max for streaming at the same time? Have you seen that? I don't know if it is or not. Like I I'm don't actually kn- I don't actually know now that the guy from uh, like discovery has come through and like gutted everything. Yeah. Like, that's why I was it, curious. I haven't looked it up, but it just yeah, popped it, into my head. So I was like, sure, I'll ask him. <laughs> it's like, it's like impossible to, uh, to tell what is on, uh, like what's going on with HBO max and like cartoon network, yeah. just any of that stuff. Um, I assume that it will be later, like kind of like the Batman was, 
Um, yeah. like, like Peacock with Universal movies and then HBO with like Warner Brothers movies. Uh-huh. A lot of times it's like 45 days. So 45 days from when it uh, released in theaters. Gotcha. And I assume that would be the case for uh, Black Adam. So I yeah. assume you'll get it in like, I don't know, a little over a month from now, like early December. And um, and I, uh, I don't actually want to see the movie on this one, but uh, there the I've been spoiled, quote unquote, on uh, a mid credit scene. And that's what I want to see. Oh. And uh, so there are parts of the movie I want to see, like Hawkman. It's got Justice Society members in it. Like I used to read the Justice Society comics a lot. So I'd like to see how they're done on screen. But uh, there's a mid credit scene that I want to uh, that I want to watch. And I was like, I don't know if it's on YouTube yet, uh, but if like if the movie was on HBO Max, I would just turn it on, let it be, let it play as I did something else, like painted a miniature or something, and uh, then uh, watched that in context. But yeah, completely tangential to anything we've talked about, other than like Peacock and streaming services and waiting. But uh, but yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, Lord Roto bringing us back to Dragon Quest. Um, in addition to saying here on Bianca and up to 10 towers also said any ghost ship, which I know you're ecstatic about. Oh, I love them so much. They're so fun. I love, I love ghost ships. I I hate them so much. I know you hate them, but like, um, you know, from legend of Dragoon has a really good ghost ship. Uh, dragon quest has some good ghost ships. Zelda, um, has some cool ones. I, I really like the, uh, Skyward Sword actually has one of my favorites where it's like you're in the in the sand. It's like the boat is in the sand and the, mm. the pirates, skeleton pirates you have to fight. Um, yeah, I really, I, I like that stuff. Um, Phantom Hourglass, you know, of course, has a, yeah. has a ghost ship. Um, I, I, yeah, although I, I love, I, I like me some ghost ships. Although I can see like if I do like like derelict, like spaceship stuff which is essentially just ghost ships in space. I really think it still goes back to my uh, dislike of like nautical stuff. Like, cause as you talk about this, like, Oh, that'd be fun to write like a spell jammer adventure with like a ghost ship in space. Like I could get behind that. And I think it's just because it's like nautical and pirates, how much I just don't enjoy that stuff. Like us talking about it here made me kind of realize it's not so much ghost ships. It's just ships. Even it's just ships. I'm yeah, gonna get you. It, I'm gonna get you, Patrick O'Brien novels for Christmas. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Just make you read uh, novels about 18th century ships. That sounds so interesting. They're actually they're actually pretty good books. They actually might be interesting. Like I, I like learning things and knowing stuff, but some some of them can get can get pretty. Uh, some of them can get a little spicy. too ship shippy, even for me. Oh I mean, wow! They're, they're definitely uh, like they're definitely like historical books right. about people on ships. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's not. Yeah. Like, you know, so just yeah, if it's not our flag means death, then I'm just going to avoid it. So that's uh, that's my boat. That's my boat fiction. Ryan Molina. Ryan said, <laughs> I, "I don't want to give too many spoilers, but visiting Necrodia, Necrodia." In Dragon Quest Ten version five was creepy. I don't know what Sounds that awesome. is, and I haven't got to version five yet. But Necrodia, Necro, 
sounds sounds like an undead probably it it does it sounds kind like of, it kind of like necropolis area that sounds cool i want to find out more of this i want to go to there <laughs> <laughs> i want to go to there uh platy said that moment that maribel is done with her family stuff and is ready to rejoin yeah. your party Gives me chills every freaking time. Luckily, it's optional to let her do so, but it's like the risk of nuclear war. The threat is always there to scare you. <laughs> yep. Uh, See, yeah, I like Maribel though. So, uh, yeah, I really, do. I really don't. I'm, I, I'm with Platy on this one. Maribel's easily my least favorite character in Dragon love, Quest, and I just, yeah, I do love the idea though that that it's just that threat hanging over your head. It's like she's almost back. Like she could she, be back she could, any moment. She could return at any moment to yep. obliterate your world as you know it. Your happiness. Yeah. Uh, Backlog Game Reviews said, I can't say I found anything in Dragon Quest game scary, but the first time I equipped a cursed item, the curse theme really startled me. I don't know if I've ever equipped a cursed item to hear this music. When they huh. said this, I read this uh, maybe this morning um or yesterday yeah. sometime whenever it was like a new response to us and i don't know if i've ever heard cursed music because i don't know if i've equipped a cursed item like generally i feel like a lot of time, especially in a lot of the older dragon quest games you can kind of like they let i feel like there it's usually a given when stuff is cursed because it looks spooky uh-huh. um and i'm just thinking and some of it's you know also sheer dumb luck let's be honest but i right. don't know that i've ever equipped a, a cursed item before to hear that music mm. So I need to check that out. Have you? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I have, but like just because you know, you know me and touching things and trying stuff out. But I really can't like think of that like music cue. Like it didn't stand out to me. Like there are a lot of like single one off like cues like that that will stick with me because they're really cool. But kind of like in Breath of the Wild, I only kept cooking because of that sound. Like. I thought it was great. Well, and, that's, a, like, that's a weird takeaway. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I didn't really enjoy the cooking in Breath of the Wild, but I loved the music and the sounds that it made while you were cooking. So yeah. I just did it over and over again. <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, like, I, 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 so I think I would have, like, noticed it, but I don't, it doesn't ring, it doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> Uh, Logan says, at the end of my recent DQ7 playthrough, the designs of Phase 3 and 4 or Godomir creeped me the hell out. His base monster design was already really creepy to me. Uh, or Godomir is very creepy. Yeah, he has that like body rot uh, zombie look going on for sure. Yeah. He looks like a uh, like a David like Cronenberg kind of the fly uh, hey. body, body horror monster. Seriously, I mean, he, yeah. like, the different phases he goes through. Very reminiscent of that. I do love that movie too. Like I love body horror movies. Like that's one of my favorites. Like the the Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. one, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. I'll actually uh... watch The Fly two when I was younger before The Fly one, and uh, it was uh, an experience. It was an experience. <laughs> yeah, it, I did like it enough to go back and find the first one though. Yeah, well, that, that, uh, that's something. That, like, but that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite kinds of horror is the body horror and moving along and like thinner and so thinner, like thinner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was just the emperor. Thinner, <laughs> <laughs> do it thinner. 
<laughs> uh, Geek the Paraiba said Dora and Gray. She creeps me out a lot. Um, mm. And then Death Danny commented under that and said, "Oh, that's definitely fair. She's creepy." Um, and that one got upvoted quite a bit um, as a response. So apparently, people and I and I am among those people who agree. Dorian Gray is a creepy part of it. There's just mm-hmm. you know, there's something creepy about like little little kids and uh, little kids with ulterior motives are creepy. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they remind us of our own mortality. <laughs> Maybe so, because it's like y'all are little and so creepy and you shouldn't be you're supposed to be sweet i'm supposed to be the jaded and cynical one but it's you like what does that make me yeah um Dariffle Dariffle said uh dalmagus yeah. and myella abbey when he kills the abbot it's dark and very creepy uh, right da- yeah dalmagus himself is just creepy especially if you're afraid of clowns it's true um, that yeah, my wife. My wife is afraid of clowns. She loves is it. She really. She loves it, and she she watched the Tim Curry like it miniseries as a yeah. kid. She watched that as a kid, the way most kids would watch like I don't know Disney Channel movies at Halloween. Right. Yeah, and um, like is very fond of it, and you know loves the book, loves the loves the new movies as well. But um, is really especially fond for the Tim Curry one. And uh, but she, yeah, she's terrified of clowns. She does not like. Uh, clowns hmm. and i think i think that's why she likes it though because she's creeped out by clowns it so might it be yeah like actually scary to her whereas i'm the opposite i'm legit terrified of ghosts and so any if there's like a ghost movie i'm like uh-uh hard yeah, pass I, mean, <laughs> I don't even like believe like in ghosts but ghost movies creep me the heck out it's like i just hate the idea of it like it's it's one of those things where I don't like subscribe to it being like, and I know you do. Like it's just one of those one of those things that that like the entire idea of it creeps me out. Like as a horror uh, trope, like it really does get me. Yeah. So I can't uh, watch a lot of ghost movies. Yeah, not not a fan of ghosts either myself. Um, Same for uh, Heart Shaped Box by uh, Joe, Joe Hill. Hill. Stopped reading it because I was reading it in the dark at night before I went to bed. Was like, nope, mm-mm, do not like Hard Pass. Great book. Still haven't finished because it, it scared me. Yeah, I finished. I, I finished that one. I really liked it. I think I might have even it's been really the one good. that recommended mended it to you. And I, I think, think you are. And I think the way I sold it to you was, hey, this book was so scary. There was one night I was home by myself. And I had to make myself stop reading it because I was like psyching myself out from reading it, I think is how I sold it to you. Yep. And I started reading it. And the same thing happened to me. It's like it's genuinely scary. And uh, same thing happened with Duma Key. Actually, I was home alone with and reading with my back to a window and just had to close that book. It was like, nope, mm-mm, not right now. <laughs> I cannot get through Duma Key. Like I, I live in Florida and, you know, I have relatives who live in the Keys. Yeah. And I love the Keys. And it's the it's the actual chain of keys like Duma Key is supposed to be like over on the other side of like Sarasota, I think, because Stephen right. King has a house there. Um, it's like fictional. But anyway, I think it's supposed to be over there on the other side of Sarasota. And so uh, like I've started it two or three times and like, you know, some Stephen King books start off slow and they don't uh-huh. bother me. But this one is just like, you know, the guy like gets in like a construction accident and hurts his back. And then it's like yep. his daughter helps him move in and he's meeting neighbors 
and it's just like so slow and there's really if nothing happening that it's really good it it is one of my uh more favorite uh Stephen King books that I've enjoyed like I've enjoyed it a lot once I got through the beginning is really hard to get through like I thought I was gonna dislike it especially uh because of how slow like the first three chapters are yeah like like Duma Key may be the only I'm looking I have all my Stephen King hardcovers behind me here and I think uh I think Duma Key and Bag of Bones may be the only two Stephen Mm. King books I've just flat out given up on because they were so boring at the beginning. Like I'm used to, I'm used to Stephen King. So usually I'm like, Oh, I'll just power through. It's going to get yep. better. But for some reason, both of those, and and they're very similar. I assume bag of bones is also about like a guy who goes into like off by himself and has ghosts. It's a terrible Pierce Brosnan movie or miniseries. <laughs> yep. I can't remember. Anyway, Pierce Brosnan uh, plays the writer, the main character in that one. Not good. Um, also, I don't really like Pierce Brosnan, so maybe that has something to do That's with fair. it. That's fair, yeah. Uh, then Mars said, uh, when all the enemies in DQ11 get glowing red eyes at night, it's especially scary. Um, I could see how that would be creepy if you're home alone and you're walking down the mm-hmm. hall and you see your dog glowing with red eyes. It's true, uh, yep. That, that actually used to be one of the things that freaked me out as a kid on the Nickelodeon Are You Afraid of the Dark TV show. Oh, yeah. When the dog shows up and she's like, oh, it's just you or whatever, you know, with the, like, the old no, school no, intro. Yeah. And then he's like, are you afraid of the dark? And it's super ludicrous now. I've rewatched some Are You Afraid of the Dark as an adult now. Yeah, but... Um, and it's ludicrous. But as a kid, that was terrifying. Yep. It would be, yeah. That's why Are You Afraid of the Dark is so great. It is, yeah. I, I really like um, Are You Afraid of the Dark. It's a, it's a good show. They did a new kind of like miniseries on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it. Now, where it's like a haunted carnival. And yep. Grace and I liked it fine. Like, it's, it's good. It's high enough quality that it will like hold our attentions as adults, but it's not like necessarily right. scary. We tried to watch it with Naomi, who's six. She was five at the time. And it creeped her out too much. Um, mm. She was like, not not to the point where she had nightmares, but she was just like, like we were watching. There's, it's three episodes long, and we were kind of watching it a little bit at, at like each night to the point where she would be like, at what, she was like, I don't think I want to watch this tonight. It's a little too scary. Uh, she's aww. very self-aware about is, what yeah. she can and can't handle. And so we were like, okay, cool. Um, and just and we never went back to watch it ourselves. Oh, I think that does it for our little Halloween episode this year. Thank you guys for sharing your answers. Like we got a lot yeah. of um, responses from people that kind of uh, reminded me of some good stuff, too. And uh, so thank you guys all for sharing. And I hope we got to everybody's answers today. And if you want to share yours, feel free to hit us up. Remember, we're on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And if you want to talk to me individually, you can find me on Twitter at DragonQuestin. And I'm on Twitter as at Professor Beej. Uh, you can talk to us on Discord at discord.geek2geekmedia.com. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM and uh, subscribe and join the community. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week, and happy Halloween! Woo! Spooky.